Welcome to the Chase Podcast. Dr. Ron Charles is a renowned archaeologist, author, historian, speaker, missionary, and is known as the Christian Indiana Jones. Dr. Charles has spent over 50 years researching and uncovering truths about Jesus Christ and information that proves the historical authenticity of the Bible. Gleaned from his years of tireless research, ministry, and archaeological work as the pages of the Bible come to life like never before. Visit cubitfoundation.org for Dr. Ron's books and information about this global ministry. The Muslim world is, is a totally different uh, it's a totally different atmosphere. Um, yes, they have their terrorism and that type of thing, but they, they are people. And they have families just like we have families. They uh, love their sons and their daughters just like we do. And I remember our first, kind of the first introduction was when uh, we were in uh, Albania. And I remember that, you know, for 500 years, Albania was under the uh, rule of the, uh, of the Turks. And uh, Jesus was not allowed to be even spoken in the borders of Albania at that time for 500 years. And then immediately after that, with uh, the end of uh, World War I, then you had uh, Enver Hoxha, a communist dictator who, uh, who came in and, uh, I'm sorry, World War II. So the communist dictator came in and for the next 50 years, it was Albania, the people of Albania were subjected to the most horrific communist regime in all of Europe. And uh, this guy uh, uh, massacred more than 30% of his own people. And uh, they were just, it was a horrible, horrible uh, regime and uh, uh, totally blocked off from society. The only uh, diplomatic relations that they had was with uh, Russia for a while, and then with Red China, and then that was it. Well, the, uh, there had been some pressure being put on Albania to um, open up the borders uh, politically, uh, but most assuredly for religion. Um, their historical religion was Islam uh, because of the, the Turkish uh, rule, uh, but also they had uh, uh, Catholic and uh, Orthodox that was also allowed to function uh, off and on for uh, for a hundred years, uh, more off than on. But uh, but it was there. But under Inverhoja, uh, the churches were the enemy of the state. There were hundreds and thousands of people who were killed just because they knew Jesus as their savior. Uh, the churches were burned down, torn down, and some were turned into uh, museums and turned into barns and, to hold uh, gra grain and hay and that type of thing. And uh, there just was not a religious presence. The, uh, they developed a police force uh, whose main purpose was to eliminate God from the 
borders of Albania. In Rohoja stood in 1967 on the floor of the General Assembly of the United Nations. He raised his fist and he says, God does not exist. We do not want God in Albania. Our God is Albanianism. And it was a horrible, horrible uh, situation to deal with. And uh, of course, the intellectuals were killed and all the religious people were killed. And, um, but there had been some pressure, uh, primarily uh, from the fact that the, the Berlin Wall had come tumbling down. And uh, the Soviet Union had been, and was, uh, was, had, had failed. All of the uh, Eastern European countries that were under the Soviet Union, Soviet bloc influence was now declaring independence and throwing off the yoke of communism. And Albania was the only one left. They were the only Eastern European country that still held on to that dogma of, uh, of communism. And so they were beginning to get pressure. And um, uh, so the, the government um, allowed Western television to come in to the country, to be beamed into the country for the first time ever. So now, on a particular day, one day only, only for 24 hours, Western television was able to come to Albania. And the government's officials felt like they were very safe in allowing CNN to come in. So CNN came in to broadcast for 24 hours. Unfortunately for that communist regime, the day that they chose is the day that a desert storm began. And CNN was covering this war live. And these officials in Albania went absolutely berserk when they found out the firepower that America had and what was going on just not far from them. And it caused a real cracking, uh, a major crack in the armor of the, of the communist regimes. And um, so they felt like that, you know, they had to do something. So they um, allowed uh, uh, religion to get a foothold and to be reestablished. Now, the dominant religion historically was Islam, so the very first uh, thing that opened up was a mosque in uh, downtown capital city, downtown Tirana. Now that particular mosque had been turned into a uh, uh, museum. It was a museum to atheism. And um, so if you wanted to know how the glories of atheism, you went to this mosque and, and, and toured it. So uh, I was walking the city at that time, and that, that's, what, that's what we do. We, we walk the city and claim it for the Lord. I don't know how many times the Lord asked us to do it. So we were, I, we were all walking the city, and uh, uh, I walked in front of this mosque, and they had just started uh, just a few days, probably no more than a month uh, before. And, um, but they already had a pretty good uh, gathering of people that went to the mosque to pray daily. 
And so I walked in front of it and then uh, the Lord told me, he says, stop, go back. So I stopped and walked back in front of it again. He said, stop, go back in front. I did this six times. And then finally the Lord pressed up on my heart to go in. Well, they were praying inside there. So I stayed outside and uh, on the patio porch thing till they were finished. And then I took my shoes off and the, uh, the Amman who was there was an Amman uh, who was uh, educated in America. He was from Saudi Arabia initially, but he was uh, educated in America and he could, he spoke English better than I did. And uh, so he, when the people were left, he came out and he says, yes, can I, can I help you? And he recognized that I was uh, American and, um, or, or at least Western anyway. And I said, um, 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 I, I, I don't know. He says, you, you don't know? I said, no, I don't know. He says, well, do you need something? And I said, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure. And he said, okay, well, do you want to tour the mosque? I said, yes, I do. I want to tour the mosque. So he took me on a tour of the mosque and we even climbed in the minaret and, and all of this and um, uh, finally got back to the front. And he says, um, is there anything else I can help you with? And I says, um, yes, yeah. He said, okay, well, what, what, what do you need? I said, I would like to teach your people. Oh, you are your teacher. I said, yes. Uh, okay, um, are you a student of uh, Hadith? Are you a student of Quran? Or what, what, are you, what are you? And uh, I said, I'm just a, I'm, I'm a teacher. Yes, I understand. You're a teacher. Uh, well, what do you want to teach? I said, I want to teach Jesus. Ah, you're a, uh, you're a student of, uh, of Quran then? I said, no, I don't know much about the Quran. He says, but you uh, want to teach uh, Issa? I said, yes. Um, what, what do you want to teach? I said, I want to teach the life of Jesus to your, to your people. And uh, I want to use my Bible as my reference. And he says, you asked my permission for this. I said, yes, I, I do. He said, uh, you're American. I said, yes, I'm American. He said, Americans ask permission from no one to do anything. And you asked permission for me? I said, yes. He says, you recognize my authority? I said, yes, I do. In, in this mosque, I realize that you are, you're the boss. And he says, uh, now let me get this straight. You want to teach my people, your Jesus from your body. And I said, yes, that's correct. He says, you're a strange American. He's, but then after thinking for a while, he says, why not? Okay, okay, yes. But 
You cannot teach Papa. I said, I, I don't understand Papa. He says, you cannot teach the uh, Papa, Pope, the uh, Papa from Rome. I said, oh, okay, the, the, the Pope. Yes, yes, yes. You cannot teach him as, as father of religion. I said, okay. You also cannot teach Mary, mother of God. He says, the only thing you can teach, the only thing is Jesus. I said, I agree. I, said, I have no problems with that. And uh, he said, is there, uh, is there any, anything else? I said, yes, there is. I want to use your mosque to, to teach. My mosque, I said, yes. So you want to teach my people, your Jesus, from your Bible in my mosque? I said, yes. He just shook his head and said, why not? <laughs> so you cannot, you cannot take, uh, uh, you cannot eat the flesh. And I said, I don't, don't understand. He said, the, 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 the flesh of Issa and the blood of Issa, you cannot do this in the mosque. I said, oh, the, the communion, the sacraments, yes, you cannot do that. I said, okay. He said, uh, also, you cannot, you cannot bury. I said, bury, I don't understand bury. He says, bury, you know, you take the people, you throw, put them in the water, you bring them up. I said, oh, the baptism. Yes, 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 you cannot do that. I said, okay, I agree. And uh, well, when do you want to start this? I said, today. Today? I said, yes. So our first one meeting, we had four, and then it grew and grew and grew and grew. And that little group of believers expanded and they have sent out missionaries now to, to Bulgaria, to Kosovo, to Serbia, to Bosnia, Herzegovina, to Croatia, and all over that general area, telling people about Jesus and establish many, many, many churches for the name of Christ. And so wherever our Lord is most ruthlessly oppressed, that's where you have the greatest victories. Welcome to Cuba's Farm. Welcome. I'm standing in the in the midst of God's Widow's Farm, which is actually a local phenomenon around here. And uh, what you're seeing are the grapes that uh, come from this farm. Um, before God gave us this acreage, originally six acres, now ten acres. Um, this plot of land was producing about uh, one ton of produce or grapes or whatever it was producing, uh, about one ton an acre. Um, but what has made this so phenomenal is that we're now averaging between nine and 10 tons an acre on whatever is planted. Now, you see the grapes here, but we also raise eggplant, both black and yellow eggplant. Uh, there's corn, okra, uh, squash. Uh, we have uh, uh, 
uh, tomatoes, apricots, mangoes, <clears throat> and uh, with the onions and grapes and uh, uh, onions and garlic and leeks, and it's just um, it's just phenomenal. And what we do, we we produce this, and the widows get the first first crops and we satisfy their needs first and then once the widows are satisfied with the fresh produce then we sell it uh, the remainder and with the money that is uh, that we get from the produce that we sell at market then we can buy them blankets and shoes and school supplies and clothes and things like that that they need and if they need to go to the doctor then we can pay for their doctor's visit dentist visits and so forth and so this God's Widow's Farm produces all of that. Um, we're uh, supporting about 1,200 widows a month, uh, plus the children, and it's um, just absolutely phenomenal what God is doing here, and it's uh, actually beyond belief the type of produce that comes off of this farm and it's just and there's no um, chemicals no uh, preservatives that goes into anything it's just absolutely wonderful and the taste is again phenomenal god's widow's farm is made possible by supporters of the cubit foundation you can help today by visiting cubitfoundation.org and give your gift of hope today. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Charles of the Cubit Foundation. You know, we've been in Middle East for going on 30 years. And I would love to come to your church or your meeting to let you know what's happening uh, in reality in the Middle East. And uh, we'd love to come there and let you know what's happening, what the Lord's doing in that part of the world. So if you can contact us at thecubitfoundation.org, then we could come to your place. And if you would like to find out more about us, then go to www.cubitfoundation.org. Thank you. The Chase with Dr. Ron Charles is sponsored by supporters of the Cubit Foundation. Visit cubitfoundation.org for Dr. Ron's books and discover how you can support this global ministry. <laughs>